The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM. This is the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, hosted by founder Sarah Coates, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this podcast, Sarah and her team of therapists will dive deep into many topics on mental health care. Here's your host, Sarah Coates. Hello, and welcome to the Turning Your Life Around podcast. I'm Sarah Coates, and I am so excited to continue the motherhood conversation with my pal, Jessica Nowadley. Hello. Hi. Last time you were on, we talked about maternal mental health and postpartum issues because I know that's your specialty and you're full of knowledge there. But I know that you wanted to continue talking about motherhood and just the weight of the mental load that moms carry. And you are an expert in this area. Let's go ahead and jump in and just share your knowledge. Thank you. So I always want to kind of give a disclaimer before talking about this topic. You know, this conversation today is about the mental load of motherhood. The content is not meant to minimize, belittle, or really diminish dads and the very important role that they play. Men and dads have mental loads of their own that they're dealing with that can be a struggle. But today we're talking about the mamas, so that will be the primary focus. I really describe the mental load of motherhood as thinking about all the stuff for all the things all the time. I read an article this past spring about a few months into COVID that was really talking about the emotional and mental fatigue that we are all experiencing from the pandemic because simple everyday tasks were no longer that. Going to the grocery store went from keys, wallet, phone, list to keys, wallet, phone, list, mask, hand sanitizer is now a good time to go. Will I get my family sick? Will I get sick? These simple tasks were now taking all this emotional energy. And I thought to myself, welcome to motherhood. (laughs) That's what it's like. And I, you know, I would argue that it begins the moment we find out we're pregnant. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking as moms, we've been having to remember all the extra things when we walk out the door since they were infants and we brought Mm -hmm. them home, diaper bag change of clothes for mom and baby. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Right? I mean, all kinds of things. And now even I have preteens and teenagers, but it's still, I got to think ahead, like I better grab a couple bottles of water because surely someone's going to be thirsty. And so there's always extras to remember. Absolutely. And, you know, a more official definition is the invisible labor involved in managing a household and family, which typically falls on the women's shoulders. It's really not about the physical tasks, but rather the oversight seeing of or worrying about those tasks, what it takes to take our kids out, what it takes to run a household, all those things. Well, remembering all the appointments. My husband does a huge share in responsibilities, but Mm -hmm. I still remember the appointments, remember Mm -hmm. to bring the insurance card to the appointment, Mm -hmm. you know, all these little extra things. Who has tutoring? Who has soccer practice? Who's got to go here and there? Right. Like something simple like school drop-off is not actually simple. It's, is today this sport? Is today that sport? Is, you know, who has to be picked up early? Who has a dentist appointment? Is it a special day at school, pajama day or whatnot, right? Right. It's not just drop-off. No, you're right. It's the, it's the mental load of managing the household that oftentimes falls on the mom. Yeah. Anticipating needs, identifying options for filling those needs, and making decisions as well as monitoring the progress. All the things for all the stuff all the time. 
So why do you think this theme of the mental load of motherhood has become a more popular topic in the past few years? Well, so I first really became aware of the mental load before I even became a mom. I was working as a clinical social worker at the hospital in Greenville at Vidant Medical Center, and I was working with Anaparta moms. So these are women who were having high-risk pregnancies, difficult complications that they were needing to be on bed rest for weeks, sometimes months before they delivered. And I would walk in these rooms to provide support and check in and every single one of them were still managing all the tasks of their household. Here they are in bed, unable to even take a walk around the unit and they're on their phone calling teachers, emailing, everything, still managing the household and seeing that though they were worried about their own health and the health of their unborn child, the primary weight on them was how is the household doing? How is everything? How's everybody managing? And still doing their best to manage it from the hospital bed. So that's really when I first noticed it. And then of course, in my own experience with motherhood, firsthand knowledge of what that's like. But I really think that this has become a more popular topic in recent years because family dynamics has really evolved, right? Once upon a time, men weren't even allowed in the delivery room. Mm. And now we're seeing a big shift over the last several years of men taking a much more hands-on and supportive role with childcare, household duties. I mean, many hospitals don't even have a nursery anymore. The baby stays in the room with the mom the entire time the mom is there. So it's really mom and dad hands-on together. Um, And so with that, women I think have found that though they're no longer responsible for a lot of the physical tasks, they're still carrying the mental load of making sure it gets done, worrying how it'll all play out. And so that knowledge of that mental load has really taken off recently. You know, it's interesting because even when I do couples therapy and got a couple in the room, heterosexual couples, so, you know, you have the man and the woman and the the woman's getting up multiple times during the night to nurse or bottle feed and the dad can jump in and help with the bottle feeding obviously or if the woman's nursing get up and get the baby bring her to her etc but we talk about shared roles and responsibilities a lot but what we don't do that I'm just thinking out loud now is we've never really divvied up these invisible kind of uh, responsibilities, mm-hmm. the mental load responsibilities. And you know, we divide up the physical. Okay, you do the laundry, you do the dishes. That helps mom out. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't divided up is, okay, maybe dad needs to be in charge of dentist and mom's in charge of the doctor appointments. Dad's in charge of mm-hmm. soccer. Mom's in charge of this. You know, really mm-hmm. dividing up some of these invisible roles or responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's it's that not just helping with the physical task, but helping with the mental load of it, being the one to worry about it and allow it to be taken off my shoulders. I hear a lot of my women, you know, female clients and myself and friends included will say, you know, their husband will say, oh, you just ask, I'll do it. Or, you know, I wish you would have told me or let me know if you need help. And that is so sweet mm-hmm. and bless their hearts. But that means you are still acknowledging the wife, the mom right. as the manager of the household, the mental load is still on her. She has to think about asking you to help. So what I'm hearing is as the world evolves and times change, we just need to evolve here a bit and shift a little bit further. So what are some of the other issues that the mental load, you know, really puts on moms, Mm -hmm. some of these other things that are happening for women? So when that mental load is really overwhelming and heavy, it can lead to a lot of mental and physical symptoms. First of all, anxiety and depression. Women are twice as likely as men to be diagnosed with anxiety and one in 10 women will be diagnosed with depression. And so the mental load isn't always worrying. It's just thinking about all the stuff for all the things. Mm -hmm. 
but it can turn into a worry and it can turn into a chronic anxiety that can lead to sleep issues, mostly sleep deprivation. You know, the lack of sleep is often fueled by the demands of motherhood exceeding a mom's mental and physical threshold. You know, it's all just too overwhelming. And then on top of that, you add mom guilt to it all. I should be able to do it all. I should be able to handle this. Martha down the street can handle it. Why can't I? And so that can be really detrimental. And then a lack of sleep can lead to increased irritability, weakened immune system, and also a lack of connection with family, which will just perpetuate Mm, more guilt, more guilt, (laughs) more adding the weight to the load. Memory gaps. Y'all, mom brain is real. It is scientific. The actual name is postnatal depletion. So it's defined as a physical and mental deterioration that can occur from losing nutrients like iron, zinc, and B12 following childbirth. That depletion can sometimes last for years due to the stresses of motherhood and that mental load. And also pause here for a second because Yes, right after childbirth is the mom brain. But then as a lot of women are older with younger children, mm-hmm. you know, and as they're entering into even like perimenopausal stages and there's some of those hormonal shifts yep. happening, but they might still have young children, mm-hmm. you know, so you're seeing older moms probably yeah. with some mom brain that you're thinking, why can she not remember X, Y, and Z, right? She's older or her kids are older, maybe in their elementary, middle school age. But I think maybe some of these moms that had been babies later in life Mm -hmm. now are experiencing some hormonal shifts that are affecting their brain. That's a really great observation because it's trending Mm -hmm. that women are waiting till they're older to have children. And so with that comes some of those age natural concerns that Mm -hmm. also can add to that memory gap and contribute to that mom brain, that feeling of just fogginess and forgetfulness. Yeah, absolutely. Headaches. So that is another side effect of the mental load of women. Thanks to hormones and stress, Mm -hmm. women are three times more likely to suffer from headaches than men. Um, That lack of sleep, that that anxiety, and just that overall burnout caused from the mental load of motherhood can really create the perfect storm for frequent headaches. Um, And lastly, sadly, a a side effect that um, more women than, than we'd like to admit really struggle with substance use, especially alcohol. Um, In some cases, the stress and emotional burden of this mental load can lead to substance use to cope, Um, like I said, especially alcohol. You know, it's okay to have your occasional wine night with the ladies. It's okay to have a glass, uh, you know, multiple times a week. It's when it becomes dependent, when it becomes your sole coping skill, when it's affecting your functioning, your relationships, and or causing impairment, then you need to consider that you may have a problem. Well, and I think social media has really exacerbated this mommy wine culture Mm -hmm. um, kind of idea. You know, um, there's like groups. I I see mommy needs vodka is a Facebook group I see (laughs) often, right? And it's this idea that mom needs alcohol to cope, to deal with what we're talking about, the mental load. So the mental load is real. But unfortunately, what I see is the coping strategy of turning to wine, alcohol, any other kind of substance is not going to be sustainable. And then all that does is add furthermore to the mental load, the stress, because alcohol is not the healthiest coping skill. That's right. So I agree with you. Like, you know, why not with the ladies? Sure, that's fine, you know. But Mm -hmm. this, this, um, I think social media is really pushing this culture of women need or it's okay to, you know, lean into a couple bottles of wine yeah. as a coping skill. Yeah, it's really celebrated and encouraged. Mm-hmm. There's entire Facebook groups yes. dedicated to And they're funny. Mommy. Yeah. But 
That's right. But when we normalize the talk of alcohol for coping, mommy's had a tough day, I need some wine. Right. You're really stressing me out, I need some vodka. Right. When we normalize that, we're really creating a difficult culture and yeah. something that we're not sending the right message. Well, and sending the right message to our kids, you know, this idea of mommy juice, right? Mommy needs her mommy juice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I hear that in some circles, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. But also, what messages are we sending to our little ones mm-hmm. that as they're growing up, when they're moms or career women or whomever, mm-hmm. that they are going to, you know, turn to that as their coping skill? It just perpetuates this unhealthy. Yeah. So, you know, I would love to kind of change that messaging a little bit. Agreed. To normalize, it's okay to want a glass of wine here yeah. and there because it does have some scientific proof that it can totally. kind of help relieve some stress, mm-hmm. kind of regulate some emotions. But you're right, as a long-term solution, it's not sustainable and it's not healthy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think it's important to mention, too, with how the mental load affects women. I want to normalize that it's not uncommon to respond by withdrawing, retreating, or even shutting down. I have women that will say to me, is it normal to want to just escape my life for a day? Mm. To like get a hotel room for the night and not be bothered or asked to do something? And I say, absolutely. It is normal and it does not make you a bad mama. It makes you human who's overwhelmed and you are just touched out, needed out. You're just, you're done. And so it is normal. It's normal to want that. There is certainly a balance of that withdrawal, retreating and shutting down. Sometimes the mental load can feel so overwhelming that we don't even know where to start. We can retreat. It it goes back to that polyvagal theory of that, the vagus nerve in our central nervous system and its role in regulating emotions, how it affects social connection and that fear response, that fight, flight, or freeze. You know, when we're having that overwhelming anxiety of all the things that we're dealing with and managing, we can naturally respond in one of those ways. So you know I'm not a prescriber, but mm-hmm. but recently I quote unquote prescribed to a client of mine who has a couple small children, another one on the way. Mm-hmm. I prescribed that she needed Wednesday nights at Target all alone. And I wrote it down and we sent it to her <laughs> husband. It was so funny. But he was totally on board. He was like, absolutely, Wednesday yeah. nights at five o'clock or whenever her time frame is, she checks out and goes to Target. Mm-hmm. And I think little bits of that every once in a while or weekly yeah is helpful because it does prevent the full-blown burnout Mm -hmm. withdrawal that some women do experience Mm -hmm. which we know then lands moms sometimes in an inpatient hospital because they haven't taken little doses of time Mm -hmm. along the way i totally prescribe target nights out (laughs) i love that i love that i say to my clients i'll say i give you permission to go drive to Starbucks, get a drink, and sit in your car and drink it by yourself. Right. Right? Like, do something for you. Hot. And it stays hot because you're yes. drinking it at one time. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Yes. Are there other things that can complicate the mental load? Absolutely. We kind of alluded to this before, but social pressure. God, social media is so great and so terrible oh, at the I same know. time, right? I have so many clients that are coming to me with anxiety and overwhelming feelings from the mental load of motherhood perpetuated by social media. Mm. I have to remind them, it's the highlight reel. People are not showing you their authentic self. And even if they are, they don't get to define you and your story. Mm-hmm. You get to decide what's healthy for you and your family. But absolutely, that comparison is such a thief. And that feeling of I'm not doing enough, I'm not being enough, I'm not doing all the things that I should be doing. And that I have a statement I say to my clients, I say, you need to stop shooting on yourself. <laughs> shooting, not shooting. to be confused with another essential word. <laughs> 
we get caught up in that. I should do this. I should be this. And no, even prescribing, take yourself off social media for a little Mm -hmm. bit or set a timer one night a week. Just don't get on it and see what it does for your mood and your mental health. Absolutely. I love that. So social pressure is huge. And not just social pressure that we see on social media, but the pressure we see from friends and family. And neighbors. You know, I think Mm. about, I was just talking with someone earlier about their HOA. Right. So just neighborhoods. And there's lots of moms in neighborhoods. And, you know, sometimes even comparing yourself to your neighbor, neighbor down the street, Mm. even that. You know, so it's just what you said, the comparison. What's that saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I mean, that's a really true statement. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. And when we allow comparison to continue to steal our joy, it can really have detrimental effects. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would argue, too, that working mothers, especially a full-time working mom, that, I think, can really complicate the mental load. And not to say that stay-at-home moms do not experience stress and and an overwhelming mental load. But speaking specifically as a working mother, we don't stop thinking about that to-do list at home and the needs of our family and children at work. I describe women's brains as like spaghetti. Because, right, Mm -hmm. when you drain spaghetti and it dries, when you try to pick one piece out, a whole bunch comes out with it. And that's kind of how our brains work is everything is so intertwined and so three and five working mothers report they're thinking about their household to-do list while at work and 52 percent report they feel completely burnt out by the weight of all of it Mm -hmm. managing work tasks home tasks everybody's needs all the time another thing that can really complicate it is a lack of support especially if you don't have a partner to share Mm. it with. And I have, you know, we talk a lot about single moms, but we forget about solo moms, moms that don't have a former partner who's still involved in providing some assistance or a current partner. Mm -hmm. They have very little support. I think that really complicates the mental load because they're carrying that burden alone. They don't have someone to share it with. Right. I know what you're saying. Like a single mom, if, if, for example, she's sharing custody with the dad. And I know lots of moms don't want to be away from their kids. If they have that weekend, so to speak, mm-hmm. that's totally different than a solo mom who's on 24 7 at her right. work and home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. History of anxiety, depression, or an other mental health disorder can certainly complicate that mm-hmm. heavy mental load. Without support and treatment, it can really hinder your ability to manage that mental load in a healthy way and work through it. And the obvious, navigating (laughs) a global pandemic that requires constant transition and recalculation for months on end while still managing all of your other responsibilities and worries. I mean, there's no doubt that right there pushed, I don't know, every woman I talked to that was a mom (laughs) Mm -hmm. pushed them over the edge um, this past year or, you know, almost, Mm -hmm. I guess, a a year and a half ago now. But yeah, for sure. Lots, lots and lots of women really struggling during that time. And I think what I'm seeing is that the effects are still ongoing. There's still considerations Mm -hmm. that we're all navigating. Certainly there's some effects that some trickle down effects that are still happening. Yeah, absolutely. I think mom guilt has been really strong with the pandemic, regardless of what your story is, right? We hear a lot on the news about the stay at home parents having to work remote while their kids are doing remote school. I think that's a heavy focus Mm -hmm. point, but we forget about the families that don't look like that. The dads who've had to stay home, my husband included, who has carried the weight of childcare 
while I have had to go into the office Mm -hmm. for most of the pandemic Mm -hmm. prior to being blessed with this position. (laughs) And the families that both parents had to work and they had to rely on alternate child care. Totally, like the essential workers. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All of those transitions and, again, that recalculation, having to, as soon as you think you have it figured out, we've had to switch gears and change that again. And that load can be so heavy. There's no manual to motherhood, but there is definitely no manual to managing that mental load in the midst of a global pandemic. So what do you think can help with a lot of these things we're chatting about? Talk to your partner about what you need. Really explain the need to share the mental load, not just the physical stuff, the Mm -hmm. chores, the to-do list, but the mental management of it all. Going back to what we talked about before, telling him that saying, let me know if you need help or you should have asked, isn't actually helpful because it still positions the woman in a place of management. And so like you had suggested, kind of divvying up some of those things. This is your category. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it to you. Mm -hmm. And that leads into learning how to relinquish control. I do an activity with my clients. It's this rubber ball versus glass ball exercise. So we feel like we're juggling all these things in the air. And we have a tendency to believe that everything we're juggling is glass. Right. Meaning if it falls, it will shatter. That it'll be irreplaceable. It can't be repaired. And so what I have them do is create an inventory list. Take an inventory of all the things you're juggling. And then decide what is actually glass and what is actually rubber. If it falls or you let it go, it will bounce and recover. And you can pick it back up again. And once we've kind of got that under control... Take it a step further and decide what balls you're juggling can you hand to someone else. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how that can really lift some weight off of their shoulders when they take that inventory and first of all realize just how much they're struggling. And I say to them all the time, this isn't hard because something's wrong with you. This is hard because it really is that hard. Right. So just validating for them that they're juggling so many things and then also realizing that not everything they're juggling will break if you drop it or if you hand it to someone else. So I love that activity. Self-care. There's been some articles out um, shaming the suggestion that mothers take a shower for self-care. Like, you know, there's been talk of when did personal hygiene become self-care? And I thought, I kind of see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. But a shower can be really important. I mean, an uninterrupted, warm shower. Girl, light a candle if you need to, even if it's five minutes. It can absolutely be therapeutic. Part of that self-care we talked about, right, going to Target on Wednesday nights, be intentional about it and ask your partner to help you be intentional about Mm -hmm. it. But also part of that self-care is giving yourself grace, remembering that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay that it's hard. You know, you're not alone. And then lastly, of course, seek help with a therapist, especially one that specializes in perinatal mood disorders and maternal wellness. Yeah, that's huge, of course. You know, we're really plugging the last point, right? <laughs> but no, all of those are great, great tips on helping manage the, the mental load for, for moms. Um, any final thoughts, Jessica, as we wrap up today's episode? I think the biggest one is, I get it. I validate you and how you're feeling. You are not imagining things. This is absolutely hard. It is a blessing and sometimes feels like a burden to Mm. be a mom. There are so many things that we're weighing and carrying, but truly you're not alone and there is hope. That's so great. Thank you so much for sharing today. We appreciate you and all your work you do with moms in the Holly Springs area and beyond because you do offer telehealth. Mm -hmm. If you want to continue this conversation with Jessica or any of our other providers that work with moms or parents, be sure to check us out on our website, one-80counseling.com. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, with five triangle locations to serve you. Learn more at 1-80counseling.com. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM, a Curtis Media Group station.